City isn't the first city in Missouri named after an adjacent state. In the 19th century, Springfield was originally called Springfield City after the nearby state of Arkansas, which was at the time called Springfield. Live to a hard drive. Live from the outside. That's good. You want to change it? Live from the outside. From the deep, dark heart of Vic Lurvie Park. Uh-huh. Just adjacent to the Oak Grove neighborhood of uh-huh. Springfield, Missouri. You're listening to Spring Food Mo, America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. Wow. My name is Andy Carr. And my name is Dan Howell. And boy, am I sleepy today. Why, Dan? Well, I, I haven't been getting a lot of rest, Andy. Mm-hmm. And frankly... The it's whole because thing. It's embarrassing. I I'm haven't sorry. eaten at all the restaurants in Springfield, Missouri yet, oh. and, and that just keeps me up every night. I know. We have a quest. <laughs> I guess quests are assigned by mm-hmm. some sort of royalty. Is that true? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it is. Johnny Morris told us we mm-hmm. had to do this, Yeah. and now we're doing it. That's canon now. Yeah. <laughs> you said it. So anyway. I've not been resting either, damn, because I have also not tried every restaurant in Springfield, Missouri. But oh, you getting, haven't gotten around to it yet? We're getting close to halfway, I think. I think, something mm-hmm. like that. We were just discussing that. Uh, with our guest, care to introduce yourself? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they would I, care, too. I'm also very sleepy today. And <laughs> we're assuming it's for the same reason. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is happening to the world? Yeah. Um, Tony Robinson here. Uh, they and them pronouns. And I am the president of the local NAACP chapter. And I'm also very excited to talk about food. Yeah. And it's raining and it feels great. And it is. We got a, a light it's a drizzle chill, going. It's a chill mm-hmm. Sunday. This is awesome. You know, I don't, I don't bring it up on the show much, but I did live in Portland, Oregon for a while. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is a is joke because right? I talk about yeah. it all the time. <laughs> and this feels like every day in Portland, and it's wonderful. Wow. It's great. It feels just like Portland. I mean, there's a fellow playing guitar in his underwear. That's uh, me. About 20 <laughs> feet away. Uh, he's, I mean, who knows what he's up to? <laughs> Should we talk about underwear for a while? Oh, I mean, I, I don't know if we want to broach that I subject. I realized the other day, I'm so sorry to bring this up, but I realized the other day that at least half my underwear has holes in it. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you need the flap. That's <laughs> I, I would hope that 100%. That's not the one I was talking about. <laughs> Let's not talk about this. Lake holes. I'm so sorry I brought it up. There's the torso hole. Most of mine have four holes in them, truly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, holes that have been added since I bought them. Oh, okay. Let's put it that way. Tail anyway, <laughs> let's transition from this to me saying, um, I'm so excited to talk about this restaurant today. More excited than I usually am, because honestly, we get a little tired of talking about the mm-hmm. food. I'm really stoked to talk about this place, Billy Neck Food Station. But first, we need to talk to Tony about uh, their work. Tell us what you do. In any capacity that you <laughs> want to, I know it's so broad because <laughs> the like look I've, on Tony's face just now. I've read <laughs> like, what? I've, at this point, I've read numerous articles about you and what oh, you wow. do, and an oh. interview that our mutual friend Andy's son. That's how we got. Um, that is up. how Andy's we all awesome. Shout out to Andy. Yeah, Andy's just son's amazing. she's the, the best. She's great. Yeah, I saw an article that Andy posted about you, and then sent Andy a message asking, "Do you think this person would come on the podcast?" <laughs> Which I feel insane doing every single time, and by some miracle, uh, you I'm were here. willing to do this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah food drew me in. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot happening in the world, and especially my work, which I'll get to in a minute. Yeah. But I was just like, okay, this sounds pretty chill. I've always been a foodie. I love that Springfield's so small, but has like a, a lot of restaurants to try mm-hmm. and originals, and that's awesome. So. 
I was like, sure, let's talk about social justice. Let's talk about food and yeah. why not. That's what I was trying to get to is like, yeah. you do so much. So I don't even know where to start. So you uh, probably have a better sense of where to start than I do. I hope so. 7 a.m. <laughs> and you wake up. <laughs> um, okay. So I, my title is president of the local NAACP chapter, but essentially um, I would say I'm kind of the... I don't know, I guess I I don't know, the local activist, if you will, that kind of champions a lot of different issues. The NAACP in, it, in itself originated in 1909, and it started out of uh, some race riots that happened in Springfield, Illinois. Mm. And so from there, birthed a group of leaders that we know today as W.E.B. Du Bois and a few others who came together and started the NAACP as we know it today. They worked on very strategic issues that happened you know, coming out of those riots that I'm sure happened were happening all across the states at that point. But then that has grown to cover so many issues to environmental justice, LGBTQ plus rights, um, political. I mean, it, it just goes on and on, wow. um, which I think is amazing. And I think a really cool thing about that also is. Well, one, it's like the oldest civil rights organization. 111 years old now. Yeah, which is bizarre. It's century plus old, like years old. It's crazy. A really cool part is that from that, it grew branches, which, you know, every city or wherever you can have that capacity, you can hold your own branch. And then those issues from national, you can choose what goes with your city. And I think that's what is really cool. Um, kind of like what we said earlier about Springfield being super small. I think another thing is just like it's just so unique to have a chapter that has existed in Springfield that I know of at least 50 years. Oh, wow. And such and we know a lot of the ugly racist history in Springfield. And I, I just sure. think it's crazy amazing that a black led nonprofit has been able to like survive all this time, no matter what little or big things we've done, like we've existed. And I think that's super cool. So I'm part of that. Um, some of the things that we've kind of covered in the last year has been education. So we've challenged the school district and, and th- being equity minded and all the things that they do um, and, and making sure that our black and brown kids are receiving the same education and being in a safe environment in terms of the different LGBTQ and um, racist incidents that have happened over the last year or so. You're referring uh, specifically to stuff at Kickapoo? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. That was my yeah. school. Wow. And, um, all that stuff. The was, school that you went to, not the school that you taught. Right. I teach third grade at this oh, place now, but okay. yeah. Uh, all that stuff was underlying there for so long, mm-hmm. and for a few years, just a couple years ago, hmm, I wonder why it could have been. Yeah. Suddenly, yeah. Uh, all that stuff became much more out in the open. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, I, I, I'm happy to hear that insight from yeah. a former student. Yeah. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as but a I former mean, student at another school, I, it is underlying <laughs> elsewhere as well. Yeah. yeah, and I think that was kind of the, um, I don't know, it was just really interesting that that went, I don't know if you guys know, but that went like to national yeah. presence, mm-hmm. um, which was not my intention by any means. But I think just from doing my advocacy work and, and what I do, we were just in meetings and meetings and mm-hmm. we were tired. Um, and I think it became very apparent, like, yeah, this is this is Kickapoo, but like this district is 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 riddled with these same very yeah. issues. Mm-hmm. These issues, so that's just one of the many things I think we've been able to bring to light. Yeah, and I think that's another cool thing about my work is like it's really getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Calling people accountable is not like I don't want to like get up 
in front of cameras and call uh-huh. people out sure. all day. That's not, you know, what, yeah, I, seem what I dream fun. of doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's literally what my job is. Just last week, I was following along, like, Katie Cole, the news leader reporter, live tweets to city council meetings. Oh, yeah. And you were at that meeting. Yeah. Uh, and you got some press <laughs> after that, <laughs> which I thought was just, we don't uh, curse on this show. I'm going to bleep this out, but it was just the most bad thing imaginable. Oh, wow. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I just get fed up. You know, yeah. it's, it's a system. It's something as a black person, as an LGBTQ plus person, like I see and feel this oppression every day. And mm-hmm. so to be talking to the, obviously the most powerful people in the city, it's like... <laughs> you know wake up um and so that's that's kind of frustrating but i think that's kind of my kind of how i feel about it yeah what i'm sure. approaching but i realized i didn't mention you were there there's a discussion about chokeholds in the police department yeah 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 um so that came from the murder of george floyd that happened in mm. minneapolis we just don't see that it's necessary to be used and so that's one of our three demands that we're asking for police accountability um of springfield police department and um as of right now with with talks with the chief it's kind of been like he'll move it from a level three to a level six is what he's told us in uh-huh. terms of when it can be enforced. And my thing is, well, if you could acknowledge that it's deadly force and that it needs to be moved up on the continuum, then shouldn't it not be safe altogether? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like baselines. So. Yeah, yeah. Very, you know, and um, I think for the most part, everybody's like, okay, these are very reasonable demands. I'm still kind of stuck on that one. So, that's kind of where that conversation is right now. Uh, we're still pressing that that be completely banned. We don't, mm-hmm. I just don't see that as necessary and we've seen the dangers of what it can do. I think a really cool and another just like very common sense statement that one of our board members make, he's a, a nurse practitioner and he said, unless you've been to medical school, <laughs> you're not quite knowledgeable about what pressure points, what airways, what you're pressing on or putting pressure, stopping yeah. someone's breathing yeah. essentially. And so I just thought that was a very good point. These officers do not get medical training in terms of what they're doing when they're touching someone physically Mm -hmm. and what that's doing harm to either of them. Or if they do, it's like 12 hours, which is not that long. It seems like a long time when you're in it. it, Probably that's not real experience. It's not. It's not. Training that they get to and like administer those holds. Because I, I know that Springfield Police Department in particular has... Uh, been trained by a person of note for like employing uh, pretty violent tactics mm-hmm. and uh, it, it just needs to be gotten out of the way to even address <laughs> like <laughs> just real issues like it's yeah. such a silly thing to even be fighting for it, it, it exactly and that's <laughs> I don't know when you repeatedly say we're done dying when you repeatedly say black lives matter when you, it's like what more can I say yeah. to tell you that like this is hurting or killing or traumatizing someone um, Mm -hmm. and it it just doesn't need to be here (laughs) i find the uh pedanticism of the police chief's rhetoric also Uh, pretty frustrating very Uh, doesn't get to the root yeah and like saying we're not doing this type of chokehold we're doing this kind and it's just like different wording and it's all uh squeezing on somebody's neck like that's what it all is what it comes down to the like the bureaucracy and the politicizing and just this jargon i think just kind of gets just skirts over the issues itself and it's like can we get to the point the point is that it's not good yeah (laughs) it doesn't need to be here if there's even a risk of accidentally (laughs) uh yeah hurting 
or killing someone, mm-hmm. maybe don't do it. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know if anybody that listens to our show needs to hear this, but uh, cops actually shouldn't kill criminals either. I, yeah. Even if they are guilty yeah. of their crimes, the they, uh, wrong, they shouldn't be out there killing them. Wrong yeah. branch of, of government. <laughs> yeah. Not their job. <laughs> yeah. No uh, one's job it's, in, it's in my yeah. personal. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> We wow. might get to that later when we <laughs> talk about our last meal segment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we may need to alter that. <laughs> anyway, is there anything else we should cover before we... I mean, there's a hundred different things we could talk yeah, about. Yeah, there's a million different things. But essentially, my job is to hold people accountable to make sure that there's equity and justice in, in all sectors of life and business. And um, I'm grateful for what I'm doing. Um, it's it's a lot. It's, it's hard work every day. But I definitely know that it's a need in Springfield. Yeah. And I hope that if anything I've done in these two years, I've been able to just bring a lot of things to light and inspire people to join the movement um, and stay in the movement as well. I'm so appreciative. We're also very Uh, grateful for what you're doing. Thank Thank you you very much. I appreciate that. Um, Let's talk about food. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So (laughs) you grew up in St. Louis. Yes. And you moved here, what, in 2012? Is that right? Yep. That's right. To go to Evangel. Yes. Oh, gosh. That's a, oh, my God. That could be a segment in itself. <laughs> like, I know people that... um. Oh, gosh. Who probably... <laughs> whose existence is less inherently fraught, let's say, than yours, who oh, have yeah. had wild experiences <laughs> oh, at Evangel. Yes. Yes. I've met so many, like... Like, so many, like, alum. And I'm like, wow, you survived it, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, we're here. So... Just tell us about your relationship with food uh, there, uh, growing up in St. Louis, and okay. then here, if you just want to run down that part of your life. Yeah, so food. Um, so I grew up in North City, St. Louis, black family. Sunday dinners were like a thing. We sold mm-hmm. church, Sunday dinners. Um, so I, we got the whole shebang of collard greens and all the southern staples um, that my mom would cook up every Sunday. Didn't miss a Sunday. And that happened until I was about 13. It was around nine that I realized that I had a gift for like cooking food. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. I think I made my first dish might have been a homemade stir fry from raw rice to just, (laughs) I don't know how I did that. (laughs) Uh, But my mom had this rule. She's, and I do this too. Like the kitchen has to stay clean while you're cooking. So as soon as you make a mess, you clean it up and you manage to cook in the process and get it all done. And it's great. And so if you didn't do that, then you got kicked out of the kitchen. Yeah. Um, and then the days when she didn't want to be bothered, she said, well, if you want to be, if you want to see how to cook, then you have to sit in the hallway. And I'm <laughs> one of eight siblings and uh-huh. no one else had like the patience <laughs> to just like sit there. We're all like running around the living room. I get a folding chair. <laughs> I sit in the hallway and I literally watch my mother cook. Um, and so I did that from a very young age. And by the time I was nine, my mom, I'll never forget, my mom was uh, in labor, but she was sent back home. She was having a really tough pregnancy. And my dad at the time was not really in the house. I was just kind of the second oldest of this eight. My uh-huh. older sister was at work. And so there was like kids to feed. Um, and so from that point on, I just kind of went on with it. My mom was like, you are kind of gifted at this. Um, so I considered culinary school. Didn't really pursue that. I don't know how like social justice and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and this <laughs> and this culinary mind of mine will ever like come together. But I don't know. This is a cool opportunity or a start. Anyway. <laughs> I, I, yeah. yeah, I mean, food and social justice yeah. intersect in all sorts they, of places. They, yeah. they do. Just with they do. Food deserts yeah, and the true. access to food that people of color have. So, yeah, yeah I, mean, I think there's plenty of room. So that's kind of like my journey with food, and I've just I've explored that i always go to new restaurants i'm always reading food magazines 
Um, I love to cook and host in my house, in my space, uh, with several organizers or friends. It doesn't uh-huh. really matter. So, I don't know. Food's Having always been a... lot of big a, gatherings right now? <laughs> not, not, not too many. I keep it pretty small, and I try to stay outside as well. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, but I love any type of cuisine. I love to play with it. I love to explore. I love the form to table dynamic all of it oh yeah so this <laughs> so I, I'm, a, I'm a nerd i go into restaurants <laughs> and i i'm like the aesthetic how foods present like i'm a complete nerd well you're talking okay yeah. to <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the two i'm so excited you're here on yeah. so many levels uh, <laughs> awesome. well andy's mom uh, also made him sit in the hallway while she was cooking but wow. he just loved to get into raw yeah. eggs no i, I did do things like eat margarine directly from oh, the, the no, crock no. as a kid <laughs> Straight from the cross. <laughs> I was explaining to somebody recently that I just don't know when to stop when I eat. Like I go from very hungry to sick. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, sure. I think part of it is that I just used to, to do that. Just eat un- yeah. without stopping. And also I used to do this thing where I would sit out on the porch after dinner with a sleeve of Chips Ahoy and just like read a book and eat an entire sleeve of Chips Ahoy. Like I just trained myself to not have a, mm. an ending point. Is that that's not normal, right? Um, uh, I think no. it's I think it's all good, and I think it's fantastic that you uh, uh, came up with this idea to justify our oh. both of our overeating. We've discussed this so many times. It's really nice to have this excuse. All oh, right. it's, it's for the podcast. I I, I it doesn't matter that I'm uh, getting sick. <laughs> no, I'm good about it now. Like I'll, I'll say, okay, I'm going to eat this amount of food and you I'm going to stop after it. that. There's always some wiggle room. There's like a 10 to 15% yeah. you know, cap on top of the <laughs> and like an, an acceptable amount to eat after the place where I said to stop. But anyway. I'm glad I'm not Andy the only person <laughs> with that logic. <laughs> Andy has six to-go boxes in his refrigerator in, right now. Your refrigerator is almost always He's not primarily joking. to-go wow. boxes. It's a lot. Wow. <laughs> and that is after I threw stuff out because someone was coming over and I was embarrassed because how much was in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so usually we'll do like a pre-produced segment uh, about the history of the restaurant, but this okay. week I was so busy. Uh, like I said, I teach third grade, and gotcha. it's been a oh, yeah. wild week. I bet. Um, Is this the first two weeks? or First week back. First week? Yeah, okay, gotcha. yeah. and I'm wow. teaching fully virtually, and it's just been a lot of time in front of the computer. Oh. You're in the mocap suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm acting, I'm acting like I'm Albert Einstein, You're like Avatar. <laughs> so, it's not that I didn't have time to do this. I probably could have done it, but I just needed some time away from the screen. So, we're gonna run it down right here, and it's, it's kind of a longer one too. So, I apologize in advance. Oh. Feel free to interrupt and comment if you need to. It's gonna be stupid too. So, sorry about that. <laughs> Billy Neck Food Station began in March of 2016 as a food truck started by siblings Mitch and Shelley Cox parked at the northwest corner of Weaver Road and West Bypass way out in Battlefield, Missouri. So far away. It's like a foreign yeah. country. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which would have disqualified the business for review on this podcast if not for the special circumstances allowed by Exceptional September. Wow. The one month a year during which we make special exceptions to our show's totally arbitrary rules. <laughs> You're our first exceptional September guest, you by are. the way, awesome. even though it's not yet September as we record <laughs> this, which maybe works because this place, come on, it's a Springfield restaurant. There's only one of them and it's in Springfield oh, now. So I sure I, I want claim to it. <laughs> Shelly and Mitch Cox chose to set up shop in Battlefield because 
there was nothing cool out there. Uh, that's a summary of what they said, and it's me being less kind about it than, than they were. Uh, prior to opening his own restaurant, Mitch had worked food service jobs at places like Steak and Dale and Culver's, and Shelley had processed insurance claims. Uh, the idea for Billy Neck Food Station gave them both an opportunity to be their own bosses. Uh, we hear that a lot. That's why a lot mm-hmm. of people get into this. Uh, in those early days, it was just B-Y-O-B. the two of them. <laughs> That's what that means, right? <laughs> be your own boss. Be your own boss. <laughs> okay. Uh, in those early days, it was just the two of them. Mitch cooked and Shelley dealt with customers. The truck sold hoagies, melts, sliders, and Billy Diaz, which seemed to be quesadillas cooked in some kind of special aged pan with uncommon toppings. Honestly, I can't really tell what the Billy Dia thing is about. Note, I wrote this on Monday before I'd been to the restaurant, and now I have some <sighs> grasp of what it is, gotcha. which we'll get into. The Coxes did well out in Battlefield, maintaining steady business from regulars, as well as catering events from a traveling trailer separate from the food truck. However, in February of 2019, a drunk driver crashed into the catering oh. trailer and totaled it. The driver fled the scene, but some of those Billy Neck regulars got footage of the incident, and thanks to that footage, the perpetrator was tracked down. It was the London Calling food truck. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They were drunk on some ale, as they do. You said that about the... You picked the nicest possible person to say that about. That dude is so kind. He is very sweet. I would say that he and Mitch are a couple of the kindest restaurant owners Mm. that I've ever encountered, which we'll probably get to shortly. However, due to an ongoing and prolonged fight with insurance companies, the Coxes were forced to close Billy Neck Food Station, the food truck, because without the catering side, they couldn't keep the business profitable, and without an insurance payout, they couldn't replace the catering truck. And so, in November of 2019, Billy Neck Food Station had its last hurrah in Battlefield, announcing on short notice one last night of service. There was an outpouring of support from people who loved Mitch Cox's unique and messy experimental cuisine. A few months went by, still with no insurance money, and Mitch got an idea. He decided to reimagine Billy Neck Food Station as a stationary brick-and-mortar restaurant. He found some investors, and then he found a space. He found some investors. Mm -hmm. I phrased that bad. And then he found a space, the recently vacated Franks and Steins building in the brewery district flats on Walnut Street, just east of downtown Springfield. And after a few months of renovations, Billy Neck is back. The new location opened this summer. The logo features a Bigfoot? Mm-hmm. A Bigfoot? Yeah. yeah. yeah now? And a backwards in. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, I saw that. It's kind of hard <laughs> to tell what the creature is. Maybe it's like a Neanderthal. Must be connected to the name Billy Neck, which is a portmanteau of hillbilly and redneck. Mitch Cox chose the name because he was pretty sure he was one of those things, but he wasn't sure which one. <laughs> he figured he was probably both, hence a Billy Neck. Wow. Wow. I met the dude, you know, a few times. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem like he fits either of those descriptions. Agreed. Agreed. Not at all. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Anyway, so that's Billy Neck Food Station. Had any of you been there prior to your business this week? I had not. No. I hadn't either. Andy Sun had pushed for Billy Neck to be the restaurant we covered on her last appearance, Mm. but it had not opened yet. It was sort of in the interim. This was back in February or March, and at the time, they were in that state that so many restaurants are were like, I think we might be able to open next week. I think we might be able to open in two <laughs> we're weeks. We're going to be opening March 2020. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then they opened like eight weeks ago right now. In August. So they opened uh, in like okay. June. Gotcha. So it was okay. a while. Anyway, so this place has been on our radar and we just uh-huh. stopped since, awesome. you know, Andy made our 
acquaintance <laughs> yeah <laughs> that we'd uh, take andy's recommendation cool uh so that's where we're at with this place yeah uh i know i'm talking a lot i'm, I'm dominating this conversation right now but this menu is so confusing it's very confusing yeah. i i might have stared at the menu <laughs> yeah for quite some there's time. a lot going on <laughs> But I, I ended up having the guy explain it to me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Help. You almost need that because there it's there's a lot of like <gasps> intertwining like axes and stuff that you have yeah. to figure out mm-hmm. on like building your meal, but I mean hopefully this isn't too much of a spoiler alert. I think pretty much anything that you get is probably gonna be uh really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh this place rules. Yeah. Let's it's we pretty, can just say that up front. It's pretty amazing, yeah. So that said, with the context that this is great. Mm-hmm. We need to talk about how confusing this is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I have a. I, I wrote it out. I tried to like to be as clear about this as I could. So, uh, the way this place serves food is unlike anywhere else I've tried. Mm-hmm. Anywhere. Um, the menu is a little confusing at first, but once you figure it out exactly what happens, exactly what's happening, everything kind of clicks into place. Is mm-hmm. this your experience? Like yeah. once you make sense of it, it's like oh, okay, uh, I, I get makes it. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Now, unfortunately, I didn't figure out what was happening until I had been through the full ordering process and like seen the food in front of me. Mm-hmm. That th- that's that's when it came together. I'm going to try and break it down here. Uh, so the menu has two main items and a dozen ver- and dozens of variations of both mm-hmm. of those yeah. items. So there are the mozzies, which I'll get to, and the Billy Dias, which are just really small versions of one of the five types of mozzies. So those <laughs> are called mozzies. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm, okay. I'm already lost. Yeah. I thought I had it well, figured yeah. out. That's the thing is that it doesn't <laughs> wow, tell you what this these things are or what those words mean. Uh-huh. You yeah. kind of have to Figure deduce. Out, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the word mozzie derives from mozzarella. Yeah. Okay. Obviously. Mm-hmm. The, the name mozzie star. I thought yeah, it was. That's He's right. Mozzie star. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> these are sexy sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really, he really fades the cheese into them. Uh, that really fits well. It, it does. <laughs> <laughs> the name derives from what the menu calls signature cheese finish, mm-hmm. which again is so vague. Yeah. I did read that on there, <laughs> and it said to like maybe I think it said try any of our specialty sandwiches with our signature cheese finish, mm-hmm. almost as if you could order them with the signature cheese finish. But guess what, folks? It's just coming that way. Yeah. <laughs> no right. need to specify. Yeah. So what this means is everything you get is topped with this thick layer of mozzarella cheese that has been broiled or baked mm. or exposed to some former fashion of direct high heat until it's like this deep, rich brown has almost a crusty texture like the top of a really good lasagna. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's on top of everything you order. Every single item. Yeah. <laughs> now, under that, it's like a griddle hash. Uh, featuring whatever, whichever of the many topping options you choose. So mm-hmm. griddle hash, meaning like a breakfast burrito with eggs. Mm. And, oh, stop it. <laughs> Sorry, somebody <laughs> sent me something. Let's uh, talk to us about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eggs and veggies and protein all cooked together on a griddle. So it's a hash topped with baked mozzarella. It doesn't taste like breakfast. I want to mm. make that clear. No, there are eggs... Eggs are a vital component of this, but it doesn't taste anything like breakfast. So th- those are your constants. Wait, there are eggs on these sandwiches. Yes. Yeah. You didn't. What? You didn't perceive this? No. You did, right? No. No. I what? completely. 
I don't Are even, there not eggs? I don't I don't think you're right about this, Andy. No. <laughs> I, I, I don't I thought there were eggs. I thought in here. that eggs like was what, what was binding everything together. I I think that I read it on the menu as like some of them are described as if they're caramelizing everything together, yeah. which I think is just means that they've laid the toppings on top of the cheese, which is I, I think that the cheese is okay. actually put straight onto the griddle is I well, think how yeah. they achieve that. Let's go back without the egg thing. I, I really no thought eggs. mine had eggs. I really did. Is there an egg option? Maybe. No, it doesn't say anything like that. No. Oh. I didn't see the word. Egg. Okay, well, I didn't see the let that. Either, okay, I'm so just like maybe I missed something. Let's say there is no eggs. <laughs> okay, but it sort of has the texture of a breakfast burrito because there is something in there binding everything together. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's cheese, oh, or maybe it's, it's cream, or something like yeah. that. It it had sort of the eggy texture of a breakfast burrito mm-hmm. filling to me. Sure. Gotcha. So I fully admit that I <laughs> am wrong about this. Uh, two two versus one. I'm sure here. that we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> so. Just use that as a textural comparison. <laughs> if it. that's the case, I had like seven eggs this week. Station. <laughs> 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 okay, so we've got the the griddle hash topped with the baked cheese. Mm. Those are your constants with the mozzie, and everything else is a variable. There are twenty variations with mm. different veggies, proteins, and sauces. Split and into original and chicken. Right. Although you can get the originals with chicken yes. or any other meat that <laughs> exactly. they offer. Say so, okay. Beyond that, there are also five different preparations or presentations mm-hmm. of the mozzie. Yeah, yeah. You get the cheesy hash served as a big sandwich <laughs> mm-hmm. on a hoagie, uh, wrapped in a burrito. In That's a, a Billy Rito. Yes, yeah. I. Yes. <laughs> In a bowl on top of a lightly grilled tortilla, on top of noodles, or on its own, just some griddle fried hash on a, on a plate. Uh, it doesn't stop there, though. You also have to choose the protein, and there are also nine other options for that. There's also on fries. Yes. You can have them served oh, yeah. on the fries. Yep, yep. Oh, then, then the last thing I said might not be true. They might not the just give you the griddle on, on fries. fries. That's on I, fries. Okay, I didn't realize that. I thought that that just meant like, this menu is so weird <laughs> yeah. in so many ways. Yeah. Like We'll get into the description of, uh, prescriptions of the different items. I just assumed that that was like a fried hash on a plate. Okay, so I'm wrong. Maybe the, I bet they would give mm-hmm. it to you with, uh, without anything under it also. So make it mm-hmm. six. And the math I'm about to do is wrong then. <laughs> That's okay. I'm so wrong about so much today. <laughs> Just kind of my general state of being <laughs> in the world. So these the the meats, the proteins, you get beef, beef and shrimp, mm-hmm. beef and chicken, wow. chicken and shrimp, chicken, ham, chicken and ham, turkey, and pork loin. This is ridiculous. Notice, <laughs> notice, no solo shrimp. No. Can't just get, uh, yeah. I, wow. Who knows? Definitely looked for it. What we have here is um 20 times 5 mm-hmm. times 9. That's 900. That's 900 options. Did you do this math on your own? Did you yeah. just come up with that? Yeah, I just came up. I wow. mean, you just said the number. You're a math person. Mm. I had to use a calculator. <laughs> I am not a math person. No, neither am I. I'm like, calculator, please. That's 900 <laughs> options. That and that's bizarre. Yeah, that's just like one side. They also do melts, and there's no more information about that. I assume that's just a melt sandwich. <laughs> I saw pictures of those online. Yeah. Those are just the traditional square Wonder Bread melt. Yeah. I think those only come in like three or four different options, mm-hmm. not super wide on that. The Billy wow. Diaz are basically mozzies in quesadilla form. Mm-hmm. Like they are gotcha. just a tortilla with the same types of fillings yeah. on the inside. 
Um, and they have 35 different flavor combinations for those. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like, they have so many that they had to like, they had to abbreviate chicken and cheese yeah. on the d- d- menu because they, I'm sure that they couldn't fit them all. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's also sides. Uh-huh. There's fries and uh, they, they're, they're home, home fries, but mm-hmm. they call them pan fries. And also uh, mac and cheese, which I tried all of those, and we'll get to it. So let's just let's start. Let's just get okay. into what we, Tony. You and I both tried a variation of the spicy chili. Okay. Uh, because so I did saw I. I had the tri belt spicy chili last wow. night. Okay. Well, did there you go we back go. three times? No, I, I only went twice. Okay. <laughs> so I just we all got tried that. way too much every time. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into the the sweet chili variations yeah. that we got. You go ahead. I got the beef and shrimp. I just love sweet and spicy, so it's mm. just like, why the heck not? And I got it on noodles, which... Ooh. Okay, so I, I like... <laughs> it is overwhelming to some extent, but I like the variation aspect of it. Is this served on the That's elbow noodles? Uh, spaghetti noodles. Oh, really? Oh. I just yeah. thought that it was like a variation of yeah. the Billy Mac. Yeah. Nope. It's so interesting. I thought like it would all be mixed together, but the noodles were, you know, boiled or whatever, but I think he seasoned them... Mm-hmm. Then he put that as a base, and then that like hash stuff was on top with the cheese layer. It was like amazing, and I thought the noodles would be too bland, but it was perfect. I honestly would probably get the noodles every yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> I know you said cheese layer, but I have hearing problems. It's a fact. Oh, and I heard cheese layer, <laughs> which is a place that I'd like to go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, now maybe they that's call what that- they <laughs> they should have called this Mitch's cheese layer. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got the uh, sweet chili with chicken and shrimp, and I got mine yeah. on the in the bowl form. And I thought okay. it would just come as a bowl, but it's it's in, served in a bowl, but on top of like a grilled tortilla. Really? Ah, um, how so does you, that work? <laughs> uh, great question. Is there any rice in there? No yeah. rice okay. in this one. Okay. So you you kind of have to tear off pieces of the tortilla to get it on there, and it ah. yeah. This um was fantastic. This was the first thing that I tried, yeah. and Dan and I had been a little trepidatious about this place, mm-hmm. partly because I don't think we totally under- understood what it was, and also yeah, because true. if it was bad, we didn't want to <laughs> make our friend Andy sad. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the, a- Andy's recommendation really like carried this yeah. place before I tried it, of course, because uh, I was I was definitely a little trepidatious about trying a place called. Billy Neck. Agreed. <laughs> I, just, served I was like, Billy ah! Ritos and uh-huh. Billy Diaz. I was just like, what are we doing? In, in, in fact, on that, I saw it and like, I wasn't aware that they had moved to Missouri. Mm-hmm. And so when I looked it up and, and Battlefield pulled up, I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> their, their hours are still posted as the food truck hours right. on uh, Google as well. So Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is less like Billy, Billy, Hillbilly, mm. and more like Billy D. Williams. This place is cool. <laughs> yeah, it saying. is pretty cool. It is. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you like that, He is that, pretty Dan. synonymous with cool. <laughs> yeah. Cool guy. Uh, my, I thought this was um, great. This was so good. I will say that like I didn't pick up much of the spicy chili sauce mm. except in like two or three bites, which is mm. okay. Gotcha. This was just uh, so savory. Yeah. And you get Flavorful. a lot of yeah. Yeah. bold, yeah. A lot of different textures in there. Mm-hmm. Um, all the meats, like the chicken and the shrimp, were both cooked to the exact right level that they should have mm-hmm. been. And I know that yep. you don't cook those for the same amount of time. Exactly. So there's like some craft and care going into what they're doing here, mm-hmm. which I don't think you would assume just looking at it because in a, the best way, I this looks like some slop. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I say that with genuine yeah. affection <laughs> for it. But uh, the chicken was really tender and juicy. Uh, and the shrimp, you know, yeah. it was probably just frozen shrimp or something. But I'm not, don't yeah. want to speculate as to the origin of the shrimp, but it was very good shrimp. Sure. <laughs> uh, it tasted delicious and it mixed in with all the cheese. We didn't even talk about the description of this. <sighs> this is the wording on the menu <laughs> sauteed little garlic, finished with sweet mm-hmm. chili sauce, load the mozzie, <laughs> absolutely smooth. <laughs> <laughs> it is just like Billy D. Williams. Wow. <laughs> uh, that is what it says. And I would say that it's not absolutely smooth, but it's this great mix of textures because it, it does is. have a creaminess. Yeah. And there is like a s- different smoothness in there and the two different textures of the meats. And you it's can taste amazing. it all, all at the all same the time. Same, yeah. yeah. That was amazing. I um, liked, I think that was my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. It's like I could taste all the flavors at once. Yeah. We, yeah. we, we talk about mush food sometimes on the show and there's like a time and place for that. Like we go to Crosstown to get those sandwiches uh, there's yeah. just like one mm-hmm. big mushy taste yeah. it's yeah. fantastic <laughs> yeah and that has its place mm-hmm. and i thought this that's what this was going to be and it's not it's this not, is yeah uh, everything is distinct and so what, tell us about your experience with the sweet chili uh, yeah so i tried the uh tri bell sweet chili which i guess is the exact same thing except there's like the three colored bell peppers uh-huh. kind of sure. diced up in there pretty small um, I had similar feelings. I also didn't get a lot of heat from this. Mm. I got it as a Billy Rito, mm. which uh, my girlfriend immediately, whenever I told her that the Billy Rito existed, she asked, well, is it just a wrap? Because mm. that's what it seems like it would be. They already have them in quesadilla form. Seems like it would just be more of a sandwich wrap. When in fact, it is a burrito with rice. They mm. don't they don't even put that on the menu that it's also filled with rice. What? So you're actually getting the burrito. <laughs> the look on Tony's face was like genuine shock no, and surprise. No, I was shocked as well. So <laughs> you get the rice along with that same cheese layer. Now, I, I don't know if we all have different theories on how they create this cheese phenomenon. Mm. I know. It's but freaking amazing. I really, yeah. I think that they're putting the cheese straight on a griddle, then putting the toppings on top of that, and then flipping the whole thing over. Because uh, yeah. you get a whole brown, crusty layer of this grilled cheese. Yeah. Like Let's just cheese. say it. Mitch Cox, go on Spring Food Mo. Please. Please come <laughs> tell us how you do Mo this. Tell us your secrets. Small miracle. <laughs> And then they grilled the whole thing. So this big fat burrito, uh, probably about uh, TM. Yes, yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. T.M. Uh, <laughs> probably about the same size as like a Qdoba burrito, so pretty significant size. Wow. Was also laid on the grill. I, you know, I'm sure we're gonna hit on this a bunch. Just every single like little layer of this. From I also got the chicken and shrimp. Right down to the grill. Yes, the chimp, (laughs) as it's on the menu. Uh, uh, Right down to the grilling. That's not true. I just said that. I want credit. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) That's not on the menu. (laughs) Really fantastic. And also my least favorite thing that I had. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. All right. Let's move on to round two. You went more than once also. Yeah. 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 Um, I can't remember what I got already. I want to say the rooster. Did you go Friday night? This doesn't matter. Saturday. My lady, actually, my, my, my partner went for me. Sure, <laughs> I was yeah, like, go yeah, get yeah. me okay. something different. You something different. And I was really confused with the pan fries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it is uh, good music. We'll get what, there. What? What? What's, what's <laughs> the difference? <laughs> so, oh, uh, I went two nights in a row okay. um, with two different women. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> Bill, uh, Mitch did not blow up my spot, <laughs> which is pretty cool because nice. he talked to us a lot both times. One was a friend. One was, one was you know, <laughs> one was a phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when she finds out me talking about this, she very well might become one. It's true. Let's get into round two. 
I got a bunch of Billy Diaz. I got uh, four different Billy Diaz because I just wanted to try a bunch of them. I originally had gone uh, on Saturday just after recording last week whenever we uh, locked in that this was what we were doing. I guess we knew it a couple days before. Went on Saturday with the intention of not going back at all, which is why I got four Billy Diaz. And I just couldn't couldn't help but go back yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know how many of these you want me to do, or if you want me to go from worst to best, or what. I'm not I, your boss, Dan. Just do what you want. <laughs> I mean, could you please just be my boss? <laughs> I, need, I need somebody telling me what to do. I got the barbecue ham and cheese. Mm. This, uh, you know, I thought this was kind of my curveball pick, and I think it ended up being one of my absolute favorites. It's just nice, thinly sliced deli ham on the grill, which. I love, love a nice grilled ham for breakfast. Then they add barbecue sauce to it. Nice sweet sauce, cheddar cheese. All the Billy Diaz are fairly simple in mm-hmm. what they're doing mm-hmm. uh, and are kind of self-explanatory by the description. But this one was just awesome. I, I really loved it. Nice salty ham, they sweet are barbecue sauce. so cheap. Oh, yeah. three fifty. so filling. One. So you could get oh, wow. a Billy Diaz and fries for like... Five fifty or six dollars mm-hmm. oh, or something, wow. and that is a that. that is a filling lunch. Huh. That's nice. the small fry. The large fry comes in a like full size styrofoam container. So mm-hmm. if you're splitting yeah. with people, <gasps> re- really good sizes on those. We, we wasted a lot of fries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will tell you that one of those things in there is full of fries and pan fries mm-hmm. <laughs> from yeah. this place. Yep. I tried one Billy Dia, the one that's like spinach garlic. I didn't write it down, Dan. It, mm. it was the one that looks like a spinach artichoke dip, sure. and just to vary it up from what I from the other stuff. And I'm going to get into this later, also. But this all tastes pretty similar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was still great, yeah. really cheesy, really gooey. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed uh, the texture of the outside. Like it's a great quesadilla, mm-hmm. high quality tortilla. Yeah. That's a uh, Fried to just the right level of crispiness. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. There's not much deeper you can get into it than that. Yeah. It uh was as good as it could possibly have been. This sure. variation of the, like for what it was, it was yeah. just fantastic. Um, now, I, I wanted to double back okay. real quick. Whenever you were describing the sweet chili, maws, uh, you said it said little garlic. Little garlic. Well, on the try pepper sweet chili maws. It says touch of garlic. <laughs> so <laughs> he even varies it up yeah. with the Ooh. specific little amounts of garlic that are going on there. It's just attention to detail here. Yeah. <laughs> or lack thereof. <laughs> right. Maybe more accurately. In a great way. It's so much this menu has so much personality. It's awesome. Tell us about another one of yours. Um, so I got the rooster on a hoagie. Just wanted to do something, I guess. Oh yeah. Classic. Again, I was just impressed with like it tastes the same, but it's all still su- mm-hmm. super amazing. It had like salami, pepperoni, chicken, and then it like had s- fresh spinach. I love spinach, that's why I got it. Mm. And like this awesome cream sauce. So good. There's a lot of sauces on <laughs> yeah. the menu, which also <laughs> are not described. True. Yeah. <laughs> and it had the whole caramelized onions and mm. touch of garlic. <laughs> Whatever that is, in that <laughs> <laughs> amazing layer of cheese, it was great. I really like that they like took time with the bread. It was like actually toasted and buttered, and like it had garlic on it. It was awesome. I mean, it had like a good crunch, but it was also really soft, mm-hmm. which is something 
I can't stand getting a hoagie and the bread is like not good. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, it's like it's incredibly high quality bread. Yeah. Um I got a I got a hoagie <laughs> okay. for my second one also. I got the country bird. It says chicken ham bacon onions nicely caramelized together, oh. seasoned lightly. Yeah, nicely caramelized so together. <laughs> I want that right now. It says not seasoned but seasoned lightly, finished mm. with cream crisped cheddar. <laughs> yeah, so they have not only do they grill their mozzarella, but the cheddar is apparently crisped. The parmesan is also crisped. Yeah. It, it's yeah, described on a few that. things on the hen fin which my lovely girlfriend got. <laughs> uh, a lot of there's a lot of innovations going on here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think they know what caramelized means. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, this is a big sticking yeah, point it, for Andy. When it said all the great ingredients were caramelized, and I was just like, it's like, can you do that? It's like somebody's <laughs> don't have sugar. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, uh, caramelization is a scientific process that involves uh, sugar. Con- conversion <laughs> of sugar from uh, one form of matter to the other. You know, exactly. sometimes whenever you're doing something entirely new and innovative, you just gotta, you gotta make stuff no. up on the fly. Like, uh, I don't think there's well, another word for what he's doing. I, I'm being, I am yeah, being pedantic <laughs> about this, but also he's using language to pretty accurately convey the flavor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I shouldn't yeah, be true. critical in the way the that I'm being critical. You, know, like tone you get a really good idea of what you're getting mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. looking at it. It might be a little confusing. So <laughs> yeah. that, but at least you like you get what you what you see. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, Country Bird. I, I don't have much more to say about it than I did the other thing because the flavor was pretty similar even mm-hmm. though it did have a bunch of different ingredients. I think it's really the sauces are going to vary these up and like I said with the sweet chili there wasn't a whole lot of sweet chili in there though yeah. what I got was really tasty. Mm-hmm. We got to talk about this bread. Yeah. It's a big big huge. roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> overwhelming. I, I didn't I couldn't finish, finish it on my no, own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 I had trouble too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really was staring down that like Everest. <laughs> so it's very like deep dark brown on the outside. It's got some nice ridges. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been toasted. Yeah. And so this this is part of my theory as to how they do the cheese thing because it really does seem like the top of a of a lasagna to me. Yeah, yeah. I think you're probably right, but it seemed, I, I wouldn't have been surprised if they had told me that they grill, you know, they grill everything, put it on the top and put the cheese on the top of the sandwich and then put the whole thing under a broiler. Maybe they got yeah. a salamander back there. That's a, Like oh. breathing fire? <laughs> it is a broiler like a not contained in an oven. It, a salamander <laughs> is a broiler that you I know. know. <laughs> uh, I was lost on that one. <laughs> I was just like, what? Is there fire? Uh, what? <laughs> That's the secret. It's a it's a dragon. That's how they <laughs> that, melt that, that cheese. That, that's like what my head imagined uh-huh. <laughs> that moment. Yeah, the the whole uh, <laughs> the Bigfoot thing is yeah. to throw them off the scent of the dragon in the back. Like the the top ridge that goes all the way along each side of the hoagie mm-hmm. is blackened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what made me think that maybe they put it under a boiler with yeah. everything. True. But I, I'm not sure. Like the edges of that the the tortilla are pretty crispy mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So that was my theory. Yeah. Again, now Mitch, I can definitely come on see the that. show. Yeah. Tell us what's up. Yeah. It was awesome. It was so good. A, a big part of it was the bread being so Soft rich and, and yeah, yeah, it was amazing. High quality. I would love to know where they source their bread. I wonder if they, they. It wouldn't surprise me if they baked it there, but they're probably sourcing it from somewhere else. Yeah, the cheese possibly. too has cheese flavor. A lot of the times you'll get yeah. mozzarella that doesn't have any flavor mm-hmm. and kind of only gets that mozzarella like texture. Yeah, cheese. yeah. Well, yeah. we went to a pizza place recently where the vegan cheese tasted cheesier than the mm-hmm. actual mozzarella Whoa. they were using. So this is a real phenomenon. Yeah. Wow. 
Uh, let's talk about these sides. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Three sides. Uh, fries, pan fries, and pan frieds. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And All the, one word. The Billy Mac. Yes. What, what, which ones did you try, Tony? I only tried the fries and the pan fries. <laughs> um, so I told I told my girlfriend, I said, ask them what these are, and then like make up your decision about uh-huh. the sides. Obviously, get a, a side of fries and something else. She figures out that you know they're fr- they're just home fries, sure. and she still brings home a plate of fries. And <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I did. I I don't know if she's gonna listen to this, mm-hmm. but I didn't tell her how I felt. <laughs> I was just like, okay, lots of potatoes. Uh, what, that sounds, what, what that else like was a, on the menu? That sounds like a killer date night to me. <laughs> and I'm just like, ah, oh, there was mac and cheese. It's okay. gonna be, baby. It's gonna be you and me in a pile of potatoes. <laughs> we could not. I don't even think we ate half. Of one of those, uh-huh. like together, it yeah. was and like you said. They gave us a, a, a bunch of those. So that four dollars for a large, great price right. on it's, almost everything. It's crazy, but I, that's kind of the extent of the sides for me. But I do like that, like the potatoes are rich; they're mm-hmm. real potatoes, yeah. um, which I always am down for a good potato. The the pan fries, just for anybody who doesn't know, they're like home squares? style potatoes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. cut into fried squares. square potatoes, mm-hmm. yeah. and they've yeah. got some sort of very light reddish seasoning. Mm-hmm. It's not red mm-hmm. like a lot of potato stuff you'll get, but you can like see the seasoning slight mm-hmm. just gently sprinkled it's lightly on there. seasoned, but it's like super perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big enough mm-hmm. to pick up with your fingers, not quite so small that you have to eat them with a fork. Uh huh. Sure. Really sure. good. And yeah. they are just just the minimal amount of crispy that you could still call them crispy. Mm-hmm. They're not like hard to bite into or anything like that. Right. But the texture is like pretty specific. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are delicious. They are good. Uh, I could have gone for a little bit more seasoning maybe, mm-hmm. but that's just me and I can yeah. season them yeah. myself. Uh, yeah, they're they're great. Yeah. yeah. Um, as, and as great and as special as they are, the regular fries are also really, really yes. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'd say the flavor is very similar because they're using the same, probably mm-hmm. the same seasoning mm-hmm. and type same of oil potato, and yeah, potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Traditional cut, though. Yeah. Burger King style, as I like to say. Yeah, I so. did get the fries on both trips, and one night they were much m- more well done than mm. the other night, gotcha. which, you know, new restaurant. They're probably just figuring it out. Both were really good. I preferred the ones that were more well done because, yeah. you know, I, I like I like it crispy, sure. Dan. <laughs> crispy, crunchy. Uh-huh. Uh both were just wonderful, and that second time I asked if we could get any sauces because they do have uh, uh, you know a bunch of sauces listed, and he's like, uh, "We got ketchup." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and so they brought me some ketchup, and he he said, "Oh well, those are like sauces for cooking, but I'll bring some of those out for you." And um, they didn't wind up doing that. Mm-hmm. They were they actually had a lot of people there that night, which made gotcha. me really happy. Sure, we were, awesome. we ate outside every okay. both both times. Yeah. Um, but they, there were people inside eating. I don't. People are insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. So, none of us tried the mad sauce or the devil dust. Okay. No. So my uh, dining partner. <laughs> I'm trying to talk around some stuff Dan knows about. <laughs> um, got the Diablo spicy bite. Bit of a heat head. Andy's dating Lisa Rinna from TV, <laughs> and it's 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 not exactly on the record just yet. Oh boy, none I, of this I is guess true. Now, no, I'm just kidding. no, no. Um, <laughs> onions, jalapenos, caramelized, seasoned with devil dust, and laced, 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 and incredible oh, wow. with mad sauce. Mad sauce <laughs> is sriracha pepper sauce. Devil mm. dust is a uh, dry rub blend of. Uh, multiple peppers. I texted this person this morning because I forgot to take a bite. 
just having having such a good mm. conversation, you know. <laughs> just forgot to steal a bite, and uh, she said, "Please uh, don't call this number again." Yes, <laughs> 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 this was a one nine hundred number. <laughs> I just I call it and just have like a woman in a sexy voice tell me what she ate. <laughs> Uh, it was not spicy in the slightest. I liked it, but I don't think I would eat it again. I loved all the veggies, and that cheese is incredible. Uh, but she was like excited to try other stuff. It wasn't. It wasn't spicy. Was, oh, was okay. what I was trying to get oh, to. Gotcha. I'm not not surprised to hear because the well, it was just laced. The sweet chili was not, not spicy, spicy mm, at yeah. all. <laughs> anyway, um, that was my. <laughs> sharing someone else's <laughs> someone else's review <laughs> on off the record thoughts are now on the record about yeah. <laughs> this food uh billy mac mm-hmm. the mac and cheese oh you okay. try that i did and i wanted to so okay. I was are, really are sad. you a mac and cheese fan i love mac and cheese mm. i think that this i'm very is particular the best. <laughs> though about mac and cheese like that i don't make at home how, how do you like make. it yeah please and so I, mean. I i'm curious to know like was this homestyle mac and cheese? Was it toasty and cheesy? Like the More on the toasty side, yeah. I'd say. Definitely not as creamy as, say, like, uh, KFC is, like, the first thing that comes to mind. Gotcha. Uh, this is pretty much elbow noodles prepared in some kind of creamy sauce mm-hmm. and then topped with oh. that layer of grilled or broiled no. mozzarella. So you get those little brown chunks in there. It's... Mm. Me and my girlfriend are always looking mm-hmm. for a mac and Good cheese mac that and is cheese. going to like do Marcus. anything yeah. for us. It's going <laughs> to make us feel something inside. Um, I love that. And I'm glad to say that I, I think it revitalized our relationship. I think that we, <laughs> I, we, we may just make Whoa. it through 2020 yeah, uh-huh. because of the Billy Mac. So okay. thank you to uh, now, Mitch. Nice. I just want to make it clear. You said uh, elbow noodles. Mm-hmm. This isn't to be confused with. The, the photos that I solicit from this 900 number service, elbow nudes. <laughs> this is just fo- <laughs> photos of people's elbows. <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> uh, naked elbows. I also liked <laughs> the Billy Mac. I thought it was pretty creamy and had some maybe rosemary or some sort of... Uh, You're always asking to see their... Isn't that what that's called? <laughs> that's like a, a, a middle school joke. I'm fairly yeah, sure. Yeah, I was just going to say, I remember that. Middle school, high school. <laughs> Charlotte Carr might be familiar with that one. What yeah. with teaching second graders, just love to squeeze a. <laughs> w- that, between is my that fingers. still a conversation among third graders these days? Oh. You know, I haven't heard that one. <laughs> it may I, have I escalated. Okay. <laughs> I, I can't right. imagine that they are letting me hear that. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> I used to put my ring finger up and act like <laughs> I was flipping people off. <laughs> okay, so I did that too. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that's a universal experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now I. <laughs> I'm I'm deaf in one ear and they know that I have to tell them mm-hmm. so like uh, they know what I'm doing or whenever I don't hear them they know why and I know that they're saying stuff I know they're saying mm-hmm. horrific things that I just can't hear yeah. all the time <laughs> as are we all yeah True. <laughs> <laughs> no I know it's, it's my it's been my whole life yeah, this, is, this is normal okay what do you think of the Billy Mac I liked it a lot Dan I thought it was uh, really good would have liked it maybe topped with with something else. So yeah. they offer it topped with three things. Oh. Bacon, mad sauce, or jalapenos. So I thought that any really? of those would be pretty good. Uh, they do have an online ordering system, which is pretty good as well, but it doesn't allow you to choose any of those options for some reason. So yeah. just got the original. Awesome. Gotcha. Their online ordering system... 
Uh-oh. <laughs> is fine, but it's even more confusing yeah. than their regular menu oh, because there's no description. There's no description, oh, so you have to consult no. their menu from Facebook. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess I didn't think about that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of a... Uh, you got to flip back and forth between the appendix there. Oh, we just <laughs> called, I think... Well, we, we used the Facebook menu the second time. The first time I actually went in, which was mm. cool. I want to talk about the aesthetic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Please, yeah, get into it. So... <laughs> I don't know. I'm a little confused, I guess. <laughs> I just want to pause and just highlight how happy I am that you just said, I want to talk about the aesthetic. I'm just so happy That's you're here. That's music to Andy's Tell ears. <laughs> well, thank you. Okay. So I did dine in, so I can't like speak from like sitting there. But when I went in, there was like no one there. It might have just, op- I don't know, uh-huh. they had opened ri- right after. But it was like a weekday afternoon, parked my car, I went in. I sat there, I met the owner for a minute. Yeah. And I just waited. I was the only customer in the building. But I observed like these steel walls, I believe, which I thought was real. Everything was really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. But it was like, how does this blit? Right. What is this? <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. And then there were like wooden tables, I believe, outside, which is awesome. Uh-huh. If I would have dined, I would have mm-hmm. sat outside. It was really hot that day. got to tell you, yeah. they're fake wood. They're plastic. <gasps> so it's that thing. Wow. <laughs> Not to be controversial here. No. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It's that just thing. the episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. Uh, yeah, so that was, I saw that. I saw the Bigfoot thing. Uh, yeah, it was just really interesting aesthetic overall yeah. and i'm like it's it's cool it was like really cool but i was just like how does this work i wonder if uh, some of that steel is a holdover from frankenstein's i mean we yeah. covered it on the show very gotcha. briefly but I, I can't really remember it, possibly it, this is the first time i think that we've gone to a location of a place that we'd reviewed previously really? it was another uh, business that's awesome. yeah I mean, frankenstein's they, they so, just yeah. moved mm-hmm. it okay, wasn't like gotcha. they, yeah. what, what, what what was that place like they, what did they serve Hot dogs and beer, mm. hence Frankenstein. <laughs> With a nice. like horror movie Frankenstein, universal horror movie aesthetic. Really? Yeah, they yeah they had like Frankenstein okay. as their logo. No, that's true. And uh, well, it was like that place wow. was similarly aesthetically confused because yes. inside <laughs> it was ostensibly a movie themed restaurant, mm-hmm. not necessarily just horror movies, yeah. just movies. But there's like nothing movie. There's no movie stuff in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. They would just like posit themselves as a movie place online and then. Nothing. Nothing. Speaking of <laughs> movies, Billy Neck was playing uh, the very end of Return of the Jedi whenever oh, I walked in yeah. there wow. on their uh, uh, the flat screen there by, by the menus. So that that was pretty fun. Interesting. And you know what? That's it was literally the credits. But <laughs> I meant to say. I meant to say. I just wanted to point out that that screen was so flat. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> they got the flattest Man. screens at Billy Neck. <laughs> that, yeah. It, <laughs> If you're in the area. <laughs> Let me tell you, if you're a person who likes a flat screen. Well, we'll make them flat like that out in Battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we rate this place? Ooh, I get to do that. How many out of five <laughs> confusing but wonderful <laughs> Battlefield <laughs> tra- transplants would you rate Billy Neck Food Station on West Walnut, mm-hmm. just, just west of downtown, right by Casper's? You should go go if you're listening to this you should try this place and like have the adventure of figuring out what all this is yes yeah i agree and i'm just gonna start five out of five wow for me love it love that this exists love how weird it is the i would say the nicest owner we've ever talked to very nice um i didn't didn't even mention i went back because i forgot to order my sides i ordered all three sides (laughs) (laughs) 
And uh, he only charged me for two. He's like, I'm only going to charge you for two. He's like, the pan fries are the ones that are really special. Nice. That's one I want you to try. So oh. just like make sure you, talk, you try those. Didn't need to do that. <laughs> Was happy to pay <laughs> $2 each for these sides. And he just let me. Anyway, five out of five. Love this place. Really good. Think it's awesome. Yeah. Please don't feel pressure to rate the same that I did. But if you don't, I'm going to be upset. Go ahead, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I have some few fi- a few final thoughts about uh, Billy Neck. Mm food station i didn't even get into all my billy diaz i also mm. got the honey mustard chicken oh, the salami chicken oh, the chicken wow. bacon cheese i don't have that much to say about them they were all very good yeah. in their own unique way yeah mm-hmm. uh all very cheesy did you stack them up and take one megabyte uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh billy neck is finding new ways to serve us cheese um uh, you know uh, as <laughs> You, you know about doing uh, work that's really important to the world as the president of the Springfield chapter of the NAACP. Uh, and I think right that they're doing that. something similar out here. Uh, boy, just... That's how I'm going to blend <laughs> together. <laughs> Cheddar, mozzarella, and parm all grilled mm-hmm. and brought to flavor... Oh, and brought to flavor and texture levels once thought impossible. Man, I wrote that so well that my brain couldn't even process it while reading. Honestly, I'm s- sort of thinking after this week, I'm going to become a vegan. A Billy Neck vegan. Because if I can't have cheese that's been grilled or broiled, I don't want cheese. Oh, gosh. Billy Neck made me lactose intolerant only to non-grilled cheeses. Billy Neck has made me want to embrace my own Billy neck uh. of uh, pretty disgusting, unsightly neck hair. <laughs> if like a Billy, Billy goat neck food station is wrong, yes, like a Billy goat, then I don't want to be right, Andy. Oh, that's a that's a good Tony. thought, Dan. It's profound. Uh, yeah, three and a half. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, full five stars. There's like very few restaurants that I've wanted our listeners to try more than this one. So mm. truly like <laughs> it's, it's so good. They, they're champions of LGBTQIA awesome. plus rights. And uh, that, that's a very cool thing mm-hmm. for a place called Billy neck to be. So I, I, I really, <laughs> I, I really yeah. love them. I, our thoughts from our distinguished guests. Tony, oh Tony, Tony L.J. To, Robinson. I, uh, oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> the whole name. Just, I just heard a mother's voice. You don't care, you don't, oh, wait, but that, that's the way, that's the well, way you, are, you trouble, are on the so. internet. Everybody, they always say Tony L.J. Robinson. Do you Ooh. insist upon this? Is this in your uh, writer? If that's a long, long story. Okay. Some <laughs> but, other time. But uh, it's there, and I am happy that okay. it's been said on air. <laughs> Even though I like, might have lost my pants. <laughs> Um. Wow. I. I. <laughs> you guys set the bar so high. That's <laughs> really. Yeah. It's, um, we should have let you go first. That wasn't very fair. <laughs> I was really happy to just hear you say that they champion LGBTQ plus because, like, as a black person looking up and seeing that it was a battlefield called Billy Neck, yes. I was mm-hmm. like, <gasps> Oh boy, <laughs> what is Andy doing? To yeah. me? Um. So other ha- Andy. <laughs> the other Andy. <laughs> the Andys are attacking me. <laughs> And so uh, I actually drove out there and saw the site where it was. And I was like, well, this is not here. Let oh, me, no. Let me text this guy. Oh, you buried <laughs> the lead. Oh, on this. we are so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you asked me for the address. Uh, okay, got it. I, I guess I didn't say that. Yeah. I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> I don't know. I was that day. I was not bothered. Like I was like, I'm just going to drive today. I'm just going to drive out to this place because I just knew that it was out there. Uh huh. 
and I'm so it sorry. wasn't. But I like I I totally didn't mind it at all. It didn't yeah. bother me. Um, but I was just really curious that it went from Battlefield to yeah. Springfield. So I was yeah. happy about that. So did you, did you just get the old address from Google or something? Yeah. When it I went in and I up. told them that, I said, you know, you know that your address is not on Google. Yeah. And he just said I haven't we haven't changed it yet, so I don't know what what the status is on that. But they are on Facebook, and that's cool. Yeah. Um, but I would say definitely a five point five. I feel wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I feel like for what it is, it fits it. Like all the offsetting things are like it makes it what it is. Yeah. Billy Nick. Yeah. <laughs> like this name in Springfield who he's not a, like any of those titles uh-huh. at all. Uh-huh. Uh, you get a bunch of stuff, like you said, in the best way. It looks like slop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it tastes amazing. Um the aesthetic is like a lot of different things, but it works it's for Billy Nick. <laughs> like, just one of the most wonderfully idiosyncratic yeah. places. Like, none of it makes any sense, and it all makes total mm-hmm. sense yeah, in how it doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah. And, I don't know. Yeah. And I like the variety, and I don't know. It's just like so many situations in life where you're just like, mm, I could go for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, they serve cheesy steak sandwiches, um, <laughs> almost like a cheese steak sandwich, uh-huh. if you will, on a hoagie roll with fries as a side. At a better price point and a better taste True. level yeah. than the other restaurant yeah. downtown that's serving cheese steaks, Ooh, just absolutely True. knocks them out of the park. I think they're going to. It's the new gold standard. For they're going for kids. I mean, for the the college kids that are coming in. I think they're definitely going to. I hope they get their yeah the, oh, yeah. the word out to college I kids sure that I think so. MSU will like give them a lot of business. Mm-hmm. The price point and the the weirdness of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. This is a place people need to go. To. Yeah. like they just need to have the experience with its proximity to Casper's. Just like mm. as filthy slop food <laughs> that's incredible at an uh-huh. incredible price. Yeah. It's a uh, it's turning that little stretch of land into a pretty yeah. heralded it's like a trough. Food. Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> the walnut trough. Neighborhood. Yes, <laughs> it's now called Brewery District Flats. That's that's what it's called yeah, right now. Yeah. Just call it I was so w- confused. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "What is happening?" There, I mean, there are two breweries over there. Yeah, but uh, it's the trough now. Is there actually a brewery inside of there at all? Uh, yeah, there's okay. Springfield Brew Co. and then Mother's is right down the okay. way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. All right, let's move into our special guest. Dun-dun. What a an, an natural segue. Mm. Okay. Let's move to our special guest interview segment. Last meal. Wow. Don't eat okay. 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 <laughs> Tony Robinson, <laughs> president of the NAACP mm-hmm. Springfield chapter. <clears throat> Ooh, let's just say. The premise of this is problematic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And well, we we kind of have been talking about this already anyway because um Ken McClure has been executing people willy-nilly mm. and it's come to our attention that maybe this wasn't the actual Ken McClure. Yeah. And was in fact a surrogate of uh Mike Parson. Mm. Mike Parsons. Now what tipped me off is uh, we had been getting all these emails, but then I noticed in Ken's sign off his name was spelled K-E-N-M, and then last name, Clure. So, Ken <laughs> yeah. Clure. So, I think that that might have been his way of uh, getting away with this. Uh-huh. And the real Ken McClure wrote a open, open letter to uh, Governor Mike Parson a couple weeks ago about yeah. uh, having a statewide mask mandate. And that made us realize that it must not have been him mm-hmm. the whole time. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And I, about a year and a half worth of that segment just dashed by this revelation. Huh? Well, 
I haven't actually been, I don't know about you, but I hadn't actually been carrying out the executions that we'd been tasked no, with. No, no, I just didn't have the heart to do it. Not to spoil it, but everyone lived. <laughs> we didn't everyone do lived. it. And uh, we just now realized that neither of us had, in uh-huh. fact, been killing people. Mm-hmm. So, uh, hey, everybody, everybody lives, and now the premise of this is different. Yeah. Hypothetically, if for no circumstances in particular, Tony... Now the now if, the premise uh, of this bit matches our actual stance on capital punishment for the <laughs> <Yeah>. show, <laughs> which is that we don't like it. I uh, think it's bad. Yeah, and this is not something he and I discussed previously, <laughs> but Tony and I had discussed gotcha. talking about this in this context. So, if you had one last meal and you were forced to eat unseasoned oatmeal for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. which I think we did do that yep. as a premise once with yep, someone absolutely. that we didn't want to execute. Oh, wow. But, uh, unseasoned oatmeal. You Unless you like unseasoned oatmeal, in which case we're going to have to change it. We're going to... I don't like unseasoned Okay, good. <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, after this last meal, you, you have to eat unseasoned oatmeal for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. and you get four courses, one drink, one app, one entree, one dessert, Ooh. each from locally owned Springfield restaurants. Wow. Wow. Uh, Tony, ooh, what are your choices? <sighs> okay, you're gonna have to keep me on track here. <laughs> Four <laughs> courses, right? Yeah. Four courses and a drink. Drink for drink is the first course. We're calling it a course. Okay, so the first drink. Yeah. Ooh. You can okay. take the time you need. I'll cut it together. Okay, so I would say, and these are just this is me going off my foodie mind of liking aesthetics and stuff, but I just uh, drink a bug. I went to. <laughs> Update. Bug update. I can't remember the name (laughs) of it. It's a jazz club. Hepcat. Hepcat. I went there for my birthday last year or this year. (laughs) My birthday's in January. Um, And we went there very close to the same time for the show. So I I loved it so much. I was super surprised that, like, like (laughs) it's existed in Springfield. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was really cool. We got to sit on the back. And I just, I love, like, the menu. I never have, I haven't tried the food yet. Oh, I got an old fashioned. That's my thing. Uh, everything was just like amazing, top down. I have not been able to go yet. I'm definitely nervous to go. Yeah. If it's even open right now. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, so that was that's where I would get a drink from. So you, old fashioned at Hepcat. Yeah, old fashioned at Hepcat. This is cool. not flow at all. No, but whatever. It's fine. <laughs> uh, what's the next course? App. Ooh. <laughs> Don't say Angry Birds. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. God. Uh, ooh, this is so hard. You ever just, I mean, I know we both feel this all the time. You ever just want to quit your job? You just gave yeah. me that feeling. <laughs> yeah. Just want to walk. I out made forever. you want to quit your job as a teacher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I. I want to quit this podcast. Oh, okay. well, yeah, I don't. I, I don't ever want to do that. I'm doing forever. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna have to go with the wheelhouse, and I'm not mm. sure if this is an appetizer, wow. but like I go there so often, it's so amazing. Um, but I would say their bean dip is like. I don't know if you've yeah, ever had their bean dip. Had that. I had it last and night, I'm, Tony. And you had peanut tacos <laughs> in your fridge. I do. Right yeah, yeah, I what? saw them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I don't know why I'm not a person who like just eats bean dip, but yeah. like it is so good and it's layered with all of these amazing flavors, fresh guac and so I, appetizer. I got to interrupt this segment. Go for it. To do a <laughs> surprise other segment. <laughs> and, and he has some bean dip in his pockets and he's going to try it right now. Drop the theme. I'm talking to me while I'm editing. Yeah. Drop the theme. I got a call out to call out, Dan. Wow. <laughs> Last night, made a plan with somebody to go get the get some wheelhouse. Oh, what? no. We 
took the time, look over the menu, mm -hmm. figured out what we were going to order. Mm -hmm. Called up there, called the number on the site, went to voicemail after ten, 10 rings. Whew. Wow. Went to voicemail. Counting the rings. I... <laughs> I left a voicemail with my order, and I went up there, and they didn't have it ready. But that's not this, that's not what this is. <laughs> Looked on the site. Uh, site said they closed at 3 p.m. Mm. Um, um, what? That was confusing. Found another place that said they'd be open till eight. Wow. Also, online ordering closed till Tuesday. Oh. What? So we just Voices drove. Carry. We just drove up there. Wow. Wait, what? Just my favorite Till Tuesday joke that I love to okay. say anytime those words are uttered. I realized I was yelling again, and we are outside. <laughs> Drove up there. They're open. Just open. Fine. We were going to go to uh, a certain other vaguely Asian place very close by that's also very good. The name of which we don't say, but their kitchen's full of idiots. <laughs> How dare they mm. make me... Waits five minutes longer. Yeah, for my That's delicious cool meal. <laughs> yeah. Hey, say, uh, wheelhouse. You got called up. You got called up. You got called up. You got called up. Called up. It's gonna be music behind that and everything. I'm very sorry about this, Tony. You're good. Please tell us your entree for your Ooh. last meal. This is hard. Can I choose two? <laughs> I mean, we've had the rules we'll bent before. the handbook. Okay. You can do whatever you want. I would have Please to do. say Cafe Cusco Seafood Bistro. Ooh. It's Haven't had freaking it. Freaking amazing. It's a bed of rice. No, they don't even put the rice on the side. They make this bistro. It has like shrimp. It has every seafood you can think about mm -hmm. pretty much. And they have like different vegetables and corn, potatoes in it. And then you have this side of rice and they top it with a fried egg. It's so good. <laughs> so I get that like pretty much every time I go. Are they open right now? I don't know, <laughs> but that sounds really good. Right now. It's yeah. super savory. It's like, especially in the fall and winter, it's just warm. If you like seafood, it's just it's great. The other one I like a lot is I cannot get this name right, but it's an authentic Indian food spot. Zika. Yes. Zika. We had we did that on the show. We couldn't figure out how to say it. Yeah. Okay, so I had that leftover Zika this morning before I came. Wow, to record. <laughs> this is full on serendipitous. Yeah, I, I this really whole did. thing. Yeah, I can't even say which. Which whoa! Oh. I, can't, I can't even say. <laughs> I can't We'd even rather say you not. <laughs> <laughs> I just filled out a survey that said like. <laughs> Failed it and, na and like nailed it moments. <laughs> that was definitely a <laughs> Well, we're definitely going to leave this in, but cut out that word yeah. so people can have this moment. Awesome. Good. All right. Uh, so my favorite dish from that place is chicken korma. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would probably my go-to. But I would also say that their non bread is hands down the best non I've ever had. Mm, it's really good. In my life. I would go there just for that. But that's my go-to dish whenever I am, like, sad and don't want to cook food. So, like, most <laughs> most it, of the time yeah. now? <laughs> pretty yeah. much. I should just eat that, like, every day. <laughs> I had um, a pretty dark realization the other day whenever we ordered Zyka. Mm. Indian food buffets are also buffets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, it's not just the 
<laughs> other buffets that we can't go to anymore. <laughs> it's the really good ones, like the ones at Zika. Yeah. And that's yeah. what made this all real for Dan. Dan is now finally, he uh, believes the virus is real. <laughs> <laughs> so I've decided I'm going to wear, wear a mask. <laughs> Uh, All right, dessert. Dessert. Oh, I'm not a sweets person. This is hard. Okay, so I'm thinking of this because it's probably my, the first dessert I had in Springfield. So, 19 year old Tony. I went to Cheddar's. Which there's not a Cheddar's in St. Louis, or at least there wasn't at the time. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, whoa, okay. How cool. did you live? <laughs> I was like, wow, this is for a college kid. I'm like, wow, uh-huh. cheap food. That Cheddar's good. formerly my favorite <laughs> yeah. restaurant, probably around the same time. So, probably my favorite franchise-ish restaurant i feel like sure in the mm. area but anyways they have this like cookie in a skillet mm. that is cooked Tony, it's the cookie it's monster. It's the cookie monster. Uh, yeah i can't say much more <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i'm like drooling but yeah there's ice cream like as soon as this cookies come out com- cookies comes out of the oven they like top it with yeah. ice cream and like melty chocolate and it's freaking you cannot yeah. eat it by yourself well, you should mm. not <laughs> okay i won't say anything else <laughs> but let uh, me just tell lot. you this they'll sell it to just one person <laughs> yeah exactly. in my own experience <laughs> but it's amazing you can't stop eating it i i might have to do the research on this but i don't think cheddar's is based in springfield <laughs> but that's okay, okay. Oh, I didn't think it was based in Springfield. I just thought like that's just a real good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up franchises. Yeah. Do you have a local? You have a local favorite dessert? Can if somebody could just please re like make the Cookie Monster, but in a local restaurant, or just just change the Wikipedia of of Cheddar's to make it based in Springfield. (laughs) Big Mama's Cafe. Wow. Has a carrot cake. That is so good. I love carrot cake. And my mom like was. I hope she's not listening to this. <laughs> but her staples growing up was carrot cake and German chocolate cake. And that carrot cake was bomb. I'm that. not going to say anything else, mom. <laughs> sure. But that carrot cake was really good. <laughs> not going to put so, a greater than any uh, so, two yeah, sign anywhere. <laughs> we just covered Big Mama's like six or seven weeks yeah. ago. Oh, wow, wow. And right after this, we can reveal this. We don't usually reveal what we're going to cover in advance, but it's exceptional mm-hmm. September. Next week, next week's uh, episode is going to be about a thing, a, a pop up we're doing <gasps> right after this. We're going to Lyle Foster's yes. uh, Queen Queen City Soul yeah, Food. Yeah. We're headed there. We're going from there here. straight yeah. from oh, here. Oh, awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome! I haven't um, been there yet, but I'm, I'm, I will definitely be listening. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty yeah. stoked. Nice to try that. Anyway, that's a great last meal. Fantastic, yeah. awesome. And I guess that's gonna that's gonna wrap up the show yeah. for today. Cool. Thanks, guys. Hey, wait, wait. Wait. Hey, somebody's coming. Wait. Oh, Just boy. Oh, I reckon I recognize this dude. <laughs> Sorry, I was hanging out in Lurvy Park, and I saw you guys recording over here. Are you a regular at the Lurve? It's kind of my my hang. Oh, okay. I hang at the Lurve. You just, like, hang on one of the, the four swings? Yeah, The absolutely. two that will fit an adult? Oh, yeah. Well, you guys, you obviously recognize me, right? Uh, yeah. Curtis, this is Curtis Schmo. <laughs> yeah. My name's Curtis Schmo. Nice to have you back on, Curtis. It's uh, it's it's lovely. Missed you. Uh, Curtis was just on a couple weeks ago, uh, actually. Say, uh, not not very long ago at all. Glad to see you again so soon. Yeah, and, uh, you know, last time I came here on the show, I uh, had some pretty grave news to bring to the people, Tony. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I guess you probably haven't listened to that one yet, but uh, Tony, doing great for someone who's not heard the show. Gotta <laughs> say, doing a great job. 
I'm 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 thoroughly entertained. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't. You know, I don't. I I I hate to bring the entertainment to a halt here. <laughs> to, uh, Bummer. To come and kind of freak your bean, but uh, <sighs> you know, last time I was on the show, I uncovered some pretty big secrets about our oh, nation. He's deep into conspiracy theories. Yeah, I'm a bit of a conspiracy got it, got theorist. Got it, got it. He's a nut. So uh, <laughs> last time I kind of went over the ways that the uh, government, I don't know if you know anything about this, you may, but they're taking our water. So mm. like this, right? you bathe in it, mm. you're doing toilet on it, <laughs> and then that all goes, and the, you're not going to believe this. They're cleaning this water. And then we're drinking it and bathing in it oh, again. Oh, whoa. <laughs> okay, we got it. We, we, we got it. We know your deal. I mean, this is some real freaky stuff, right? I mean, you, you died. Wait, have you, have you found some more conspiracies? Well, I, I don't know if y'all have heard about aliens. <laughs> yes. Yes, I have. Y'all have heard about aliens? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything in particular? The Potentially, there are creatures from our wide, wide universe that uh, that sentient life that could exist elsewhere and made its way here. It's not potential, brother. Oh, okay. Oh. Here, all right. It's real. Oh, it's it's very <laughs> real, Tony. And me and you are thinking on the same way now. <laughs> Since me and Tony are on the same yeah. brain scan here, you're fully associated with each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Andy, I mean, hold on to your bean because it's about to get freaked. <laughs> Oh, what's that mean, man? <laughs> so these aliens. Now, you, you probably have noticed if you live in a home or an apartment or really anywhere that's not Lurvy Park where I've been staying lately, you're going to be noticing structures. You guys seen these structures? You guys know about structures? structures? I know like, what structures are. Like buildings? <laughs> well, no, they're, they're attached to buildings sometimes. Sometimes they're built onto your home. Sometimes they're housed elsewhere. Even standalone outside your home, like a garages. No, 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 no. Sheds. No, that no. Outhouse. So here's the. I sure hope not. These aliens. But with the water theory, maybe. These are like really tiny sheds. Sometimes, like out on a pole, out in front of your house, at the end of your driveway. You know. You know about these? <laughs> this is a mailbox. Uh, so you know. <laughs> yeah, I know about mailboxes. So you're acquainted. Have you all ever heard of telepathy? Yeah. The so process like, of sending messages uh, to one uh, another. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Like from mind to mind? Yeah. Okay. Now, did you know that aliens, extraterrestrial beings, have been aiding us in the process of mental telepathy, sending messages to one another. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't was not aware, but I it seems like you might have really stumbled not, onto not something aware here. At all. So get this. Now we're all familiar with these structures, Andy, as he put them, mailboxes, quote unquote, <laughs> as the shadow government would uh-huh. like you to call them. We get messages from our friends in these things. You know, you get Corey's <laughs> wedding invite, uh, <laughs> Melissa's bridal shower. Yeah, you get a lot, invited to a lot of weddings. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Especially this year. <laughs> get a holiday card from Shauna. <laughs> Correspondence from your friends at City uh, Utilities. Capital One. 
Papa John himself. <laughs> Got some deals for you. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Hardee's, Arby's, Bass Pro Shops. Usually all in one. Uh-huh. Some glossy, cheap paper. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Love those. <laughs> so these. They should just, I should put my recycling bin out, and they could just put them in there. They're taking that paper just like they're taking our poop water. <laughs> and they're turning it back into other paper. What? Uh, <laughs> and then, I mean, this stuff Almost is... Almost like cycling it again. Oh, well, like, you're drinking out of a milk carton. That could have been made of a newspaper. It's like, <laughs> I don't drink what I read. Get this stuff out of here, dude. <laughs> so you get all this correspondence. Where do you think this stuff comes from? It's alien telepathy. <laughs> That's right, Tony. You're exactly right. <laughs> you didn't say it, but I could see the look in your eyes. We are connecting on this. Connecting, man. We're connecting. They carry our messages in these big cubic spaceships. Now you guys may have seen these. If you look closely, you know you, you probably just thought that they were a big minivan. Wait, did or these something. have these have wheels? Oh yeah, they're spaceships oh, yeah. with wheels. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, you have to look very closely, but whenever they're moving along the road, you can actually see that they're hovering about a centimeter off the ground. <laughs> Now, when they're stopped, they do <laughs> come back down and rest on our Earth. But they are floating very slightly above the road, okay. which you have to have very high-speed cameras. And I guess it kind of makes sense there's an eagle on there, because mm-hmm. eagles sort of glide. Yeah. yeah. So you've seen these things. Yeah, I've seen them. Well, they just pack these things full of our thoughts, man. <laughs> and they're bringing them from place to place, housing them in these structures. <laughs> Now, where did I learn this? <laughs> where? You may be asking yourself. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> You're a gracious interviewer. <laughs> well, these aliens, they've been taking these letters and they compile them with a sort of like leather binding. <laughs> they're taking multiple letters and then they're housing them in sort of like a large pamphlet. And they're taking all these large pamphlets. <laughs> And they just pack them into one big building. <laughs> and we got a couple of them around town. And that's where you can go to get this secret conspiratorial information. Got it. About the aliens. <laughs> now they're doing this all at lightning speed for us. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's no other way to get these thoughts. But now they're in danger. Y'all heard about this? <laughs> Yeah, it's been in the news. I I would say it's been in the news to a fairly irritating degree. Oh, you're watching conspiracy news like me. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Twitter headlines pretty much, (laughs) mostly. Yeah, so that is very accurate. Actually, Twitter, yeah, the conspiracy website. Uh (laughs) Well, they're under attack. These aliens by big email, (laughs) alien hunters, ufologists. Ufologists? Yeah. What, what, what's that UFOologists. one? UFOologists. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that may seem like something that me, Curtis Schmo, just made up, but it's an actual term. Uh-huh. It's like Tom DeLong. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. DeLong time friends with that guy. Oh. Plus, you got the Angry Dog Coalition always chasing us down. Chasing them down. I'm not a part of the, <laughs> these people. Oh, no. I've said too much. Uh, anyway. If you still want correspondence from your friends at uh, Long John Silver's or Betsy Fogel, <laughs> then you need to get out there and buy some of these microprocessors that they're putting on these letters. <laughs> so you got to put a microprocessor 
on the front of the letter so, so in the top clear, right hand corner. You support <sighs> this conspiracy. Oh yeah, absolutely. You're for it? Okay. Yeah. And we gotta get out there and go to these stations. Kind of like Billy Neck Food Station, <laughs> but more of a office that they post things at. We gotta go there and you gotta buy some of these microprocessors. Got it. Uh-huh. Get a book of microprocessors for your car. So what do you do whenever you get one of the microprocessors? Uh-huh. Do you sort of like stamp it on there or Well yeah, you could say that. You could say that you stamp it right on the All front right. there. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know why you would use that terminology. I'd say you just put it on there, really. Okay. You're going to need a book of these microprocessors. Yes, and what else? (laughs) That's all. (laughs) I just think that you should get out there, support the aliens. (laughs) All right, so support the aliens. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for the. This is truly enlightening. Thank you. Thank you. The aliens. I was just waiting for everybody to thank me. <laughs> now it's time for me to be on to my next podcast. Oh, where are you going? Where are you going to head to? Well, I got a group of five young beans that need freaked over at the uh, pretending to be people podcast. <laughs> I'd say your audience will be uh, much bigger. <laughs> Maybe not as receptive though. Well, let's hope they do. Because the aliens are in trouble. <laughs> what if they have mail in Korea where Zach Zach is right now? I'm pretending to be Zach's people. in Korea? Yeah, you know that? Well, for the record, <laughs> they do have mail in Korea, Auntie. <laughs> 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 All right, bye, Curtis Schmo. <laughs> He's off back to Lurby Park now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That was nice to see him again. Wow. So nice seeing but him. And so soon nice, after his last visit. Not as nice as it's been to embarrass ourselves in front of Tony L.J. Robinson. <laughs> I, was, I mean, today. I was, Curtis may have embarrassed himself. I certainly I, I was mostly silent for I that. I feel like segment. I've also embarrassed myself. <laughs> it, 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 it's fair. I'll yeah. let it. Maybe by being here. <laughs> well, anyway, thank you so much, Tony, for yeah. coming and doing this. Yes, thank you. This was awesome. Lowering yourself to this level. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is really, really cool. Okay, so you want to tell people where they should go to do anything you want to tell them they should do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think our biggest following is our Facebook page right now. So if you go to our Facebook page, you will know anything about events, what we're doing in the community, how you can become a member. Uh, we also have our Facebook page, which I'm proud to say, thanks to Mostly Serious, we're getting completely oh, cool. revamped. Oh, wow. It'll be more informed and updated in a cool. few months. So those are like the main things to become a member for an adult member. It's 30 bucks. That literally goes to the chapter. Yeah. And it definitely supports us. But beyond the membership, we definitely encourage people to get involved and engaged in whatever way they can. During the era of COVID, however, we're doing pretty much Zoom meetings. Mm-hmm. And when we do things like go and talk to city council, we're just publicizing that as much as possible and then encouraging people to like call city council or write a letter or XYZ to get engaged with us despite COVID happening. So, sure. But that's pretty much the plug in for NAACP. I just want to encourage people to get involved. We are the only organization for equity or that is black led um, that really fights for so many issues in this region really and it's hard to keep chapters going because it's all volunteer based and so the more you support us in whatever way that is the better we can be 
Are there ways people can volunteer? I literally just made a post and an email out to our members about emailing us if you want to be added to our volunteer list. Cool. In the wake of George Floyd, we've gained a lot of members and yep. a lot of support, and people are ready to be mobilized and do this work. Um, I know that's different and tricky for a lot of organizers across the country right now, and, and we we're dealing with COVID, but we are trying. A lot of things will be virtual, but we're definitely trying to engage people. Yeah. So. And like, you know, just to be frank about it, our listeners are mostly white people. I'm sorry. And, uh, our listeners are mostly oh, white people. Gotcha, gotcha. And uh, I think people should know that uh, you can be white and join the NAACP. Absolutely. <laughs> it is a multiracial. We are a black-led organization stemmed from fighting for black rights. Yeah. That is not to be mistaken by any means. Um, however, it has evolved. It has grown. Um, and we have very strong alliances with all people of all backgrounds. And because another unique thing about Springfield NAACP is like it's existed in Springfield, maintained a black president as, as far as I know. Um, and But the board members, we, I mean, sometimes there's a couple of white board members yeah. there. We are strategic and mindful that it should be a black and brown led organization. However, when you're serving a space that is 90 plus percent white um, and, and you want to encourage allyship, you know, we have to work together. And I think that's really a cool and unique thing about Springfield is that it encourages allies in some way to kind of step up a little bit more because they are the majority. And I think the more they shed light on these issues, then hopefully we can gather the masses and whatever change comes will be great. But it, I think it's something super special to know that like, with a majority white population in this city that through this organization, we're able to do the work that we do yeah. um, and get a lot of white folks behind yeah. us is awesome. And it's our responsibility uh, as true. white people yeah, to, yeah, uh, to, yeah. to uh, do this work yeah. uh, and take some burden off of the enormous burden that uh, people of color have and indigenous yeah. people. And it's just thank you very much for uh, yeah. what you're doing out there. It's such like, a, I, I don't know. I, I think a lot of people just get tripped up at, the barrier level of where what can they even do mm -hmm. and it uh takes organizers like yourself mm -hmm. to be there at the base to yeah. like uh, everything stops without mm -hmm. you so mm -hmm. we really appreciate do appreciate that. the work you're doing lot. thank you yeah. well we'll have you back awesome as soon as possible <laughs> awesome and you can pick the place next time <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> anyway thanks again tony we'll Absolutely. see everybody next week tower club episode this friday five dollars half which goes those extra harvest etc etc join if you feel like it we don't know what we're going to talk about yet <laughs> no, we have no clue <laughs> all right see everybody awesome bean Thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to hear two bonus episodes per month, join the Spring Food Mo Tower Club. Go to towerclub.springfoodpod.com. On one episode, we talk about whatever, and on the other, we review all the new restaurants in town. Joining the Tower Club is only $5 a month. Half of that helps us put on the podcast, and the other half is donated to Ozarks Food Harvest to help fight hunger in the Ozarks. So you're saying listeners can donate money to a good cause and get two more episodes of our dumb show? That's what I'm saying, Dan. $5 a month at towerclub.springfoodpod.com. Cool. Thanks for the money. <laughs> Spring Food Media.